SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. So let's now continue then our discussion that we started last week about the buying and the selling of statuses and clubs buying and selling each other. Uh, and uh, we wanted to find out, because uh, I know everybody's got an opinion on this, uh, but we want to find out from the club owners. I mean, what are the challenges faced by the club owners that they have to go uh, this route? Because most of them always say that they are forced to sell. And it's my pleasure to say we are joined on the line by former Dynamo's boss, Mr. Pet Malabella. Good to be hearing from him uh, tonight. Hey, bra Pet, uh, good evening. Good evening. How, how are you, sir? Hey, good evening. Good evening to your listeners, too. It's been a long time. Hey, very long time, Brapet. It's good to hear from you. Are you safe and coping during this lockdown? Yeah, as you know, lockdown is for all of us. So whether you cope or not cope, uh, you've got to follow what government says. Mm. If they say stay at home, you must stay at home. And, and before lockdown, were you still following football? Yeah, you know me, I love football. Uh, that is why I got involved in it. It's not easy to get out of football. I might have sold, but, you know, I still have, you know, uh, a lot of love for the game. I'm very sentimental about it. Mm. And people will never forget your impact, of course. Do you think you would come back to football one day? I don't know. I remember in football, you don't just come back. Mm. Uh, yes, you can come back as a supporter. It's allowed. But then if you are to come back as an administrator, you know there's a price to pay. But you, if you also have a little bit of money, you can come back and buy a status. I don't have the money. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. If I had the money, I would love to come back. Because football is a very a good social thing that you mix with people. You know, since I left football, my phone just stays there. It doesn't ring anymore. <laughs> so, so, in football, you always have friends. So, you know, it keeps you awake and makes life longer because you always have people to talk to. And, and talk to us about your decision to sell, I mean, Pet Malabella, all those years ago. Do you have any regrets? No, no, no. Uh, uh, the, the only regret I have is that I did not have the money to run it. Mm. Uh, but if I had the money to run it, that's when I would say I regret selling it. But I don't regret selling it because then it, were, it would have ended up in a relegation. Mm. So uh, I was going to lose a little bit of the investment that I had put in the team. So I don't regret, but I love the game. I regret selling that I did not have money to run it. Mm. And, then, and Yes, and was that the last option for you just to sell now? Yeah, there was no other option. I remember football is, a, is another a, a game. Uh, you only have a very, uh, I mean, a short time to to decide. Mm. Mm, it's not like you're yeah, deciding. No, no, no. There's an issue about football starting season. And, mm. and players and yes. You know, you you mentioned money earlier on. Is that the biggest challenges faced by club owners, and that's why they resort to selling? Yeah, a football club owner. Okay, sorry, we, we sorry, we just losing we're just losing you there, Brapet. We're gonna get you back on the better line. Apologies for that. If you've just joined us, we're talking to former Dynamo's boss Pet Malabella, who sold to Amazulu. When was it? I think it was 2005, or was it, when he sold to Amazulu 2005-2006, and we're just trying to understand the challenges uh, um, that led to him selling. And 
and whether it's right i mean you can give us your opinion guys if it's right to sell status what about sporting fairness because for me that's the problem here you go you go into sport uh, because you want to get promoted you want to compete fairly with others and that's why you are there that's why there's promotion and relegation so if you're going to buy your way to the top what does it say about sporting fairness so you can send us your voice notes on whatsapp to this number 061-4104-107 while we try and get pet malabella back on the line there to talk about his reasons for selling we've got him back on the line sorry about that uh, brapet we were just saying before i was just asking before we lost you if 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 money was the big problem is that what motivates most club owners to sell is it is it is it, is it money yeah money plays part of football football is an expensive uh, game to run that is why uh, I, I always appeal that uh, no, as much as I'm not a PSL spokesperson, I'm just talking from outside, and I was not mandated to talk on behalf of the PSL. I'm just talking yes, uh, from outside. Yes. Uh, uh, the only way, and uh, I must applaud and give credit. You know, sometimes it's good to cre- to give credit where it's due. Mm. Uh, the PSL, under the leadership of Dr. Koza, has done very well. If if uh, you are to compare um, the PSL not going even outside the, the continent, mm. you will realize that the PSL is a stronger brand, mm. very strong. But for this brand to be more, much stronger, it needs support. And support is getting in terms of us supporting it as supporters. But it also needs serious financial support. I know that it's got sponsors, that and that, but according to how I see it myself, it's not enough. Mm. It also needs government support because, like I was talking to one of the best administrators of football, who was telling me that for as long as football is run as a sport, that is when we've got a problem. Yes, it's a sport, but it must be run as a business. Hmm. Is so that, yes? Run as a business it will be much stronger. Just explain to us in more detail what do you mean that it must be run as a, as a business since it's a sport? Because it is a business. You can see now under lockdown. Uh, I mean, you can be able to cancel a Comrade Marathon. Mm. But it's not easy to cancel a, a PSL. Mm. You, 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 you get my point? Mm. Yeah, so that's what I'm trying to say to say PSL need government to take it serious because PSL plays a lot of roles. Besides playing on the field, there's a social part of it. Mm. Are, so, you, are you saying, are you suggesting that it needs to be subsidized by government? No, I cannot say exactly that. That's why I said uh, most of the thing one cannot just talk about it on air. Mm. But I, I, I strongly believe that the leagues that are very strong out there, we might not be told because we have never done any investigation. You will find that there are governments in there. They play some part in making sure that this beautiful game, this sport is secured financially. That is why uh, you look at the derby between Real Madrid and, uh, and uh, this one, Barcelona. When they play, they all were come to a standstill. Mm. So they are very strong. So even here at home, for us, we need to make sure, because like I'm saying to you that I believe in the leadership of football, especially the PSL, because 
even under this pandemic that we are under, you don't see the PSL shaking. Mm-hmm. But look at the other uh, counterparts, even in the in Europe. You hear people talking about uh, salary cuts, this and that, but the PSL is standing still, standing strong. But that tells you about the leadership of football in this country. And for you, Mr. Pet Malabella, being based in Limpopo, uh, how were the challenges? Were the challenges in attracting sponsors? Were you able to attract sponsors? Because I know that some club owners we've spoken to always talk about where they are based and saying that some sponsors only focus on certain teams. No, I cannot go out there and start accusing that sponsors focus on other teams. You've got to know South Africa geographically and all this. You find some other, uh, 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 for instance, uh, companies that you will approach to sponsor you don't have a footprint in the province that you come from. Mm. They must understand that sponsors are also a business. They don't just give money like charity. When they come to your team to come and sponsor your team, they need to get a return on investment. And when you got into football, Pet Malabella, was it because of business? Was it because of the passion for the game? No, but passion don't pay bills. So it was a business decision? Yeah, because you cannot go to football and say, I'm just passionate about it. How are you going to run it? Mm. You need to have money to be able to run it, pay players, pay the administration, pay, you know, it's a lot of things. You've got traveling, you've got, you know, a lot of things. So what I'm trying to say is, I think this COVID has given us an opportunity to, you know, look back and see how best can we restructure everything. But for us to be able to restructure, we need support. So just to the be people clear. Who are running, people who are running football, I mean, I'm talking about football in the PSL. Yes. They need serious support. Without any serious support, we're not going to go anywhere. Yes, and you know, what? you know, you know. In the past, when I left football, I heard that Uses Mato is the CEO. I used to oppose it, but later on, I realized she actually proved me wrong. Mm-hmm. I realized that uh, we have tried in the past to put people who were not football people to run this thing, and they failed. Why they failed is because they don't understand uh, foot, how football is run. Football is another animal. Doesn't matter how educated you are, and take somebody with all these degrees and put them who fail. Mm-hmm. Football needs its own people, and the people that are running football currently, I'm telling you now, uh, I, I'm happy with the people who are running football. And then this pandemic is the one that made me to now realize that these guys are very strong. And most of them, I mean, started from scratch, started from nothing, and they formed their own clubs. And the clubs they are formed successful. a very strong brand. Now this brand needs to be taken from the level where it is to be taken worldwide. And for that to happen, you need government to be involved. How? I don't know yet, but I don't think the Department of Sport is the only uh, department that can help PSL to grow. And just to be clear, so for you, you got into football to make money because it's a business? No, not, not only to make money. I wanted to build a brand that people in my province will be proud of. You understand? Mm. Yeah, but at the same time, you've got to understand for that to happen, you need money. So in a way, I'm saying you need political support from around where the team is based. For instance, for yes. instance, our derby in South Africa is one of the best. But I will be so happy if it can be one of the best in the same level with your Barcelona and, 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 and Real Madrid. And with government's involvement, that can happen. 
you you mentioned that you wanted to give back to your people and have them and have them they must have something to be proud of but now when you sell what about the community that you leave behind do you feel any guilt uh, when you when you did that did you feel any yes, guilt yes i felt guilty but there was nothing i could do there was nothing they can do they, i mean there was nothing they could do because at the end of the day you cannot have players on the field and not getting paid mm. Mm. There was no other option. It was you were in between a rock and a hard place, between a devil and a deep sea. There was nothing we could have done. The only way was to let the team go down, and which I would not have allowed. For those of you just joining us, we are in conversation with former Dynamo's owner, Mr. Pet Malabella, and I see there are so many messages here on uh, social media. Matimu Wakashi Gombe says, my heart is still in pain. Rikomeni Ringapid, he even post, uh, put up a, a logo there of uh, a Dynamo's there. Somebody says, please tell this man we miss him in football. It's good to hear his voice on the radio. The other argument, Mr. Pet Malabella, is about sporting fairness. Now, when you sell and you buy, people are saying, but there's no sporting fairness because you are supposed to get promoted or relegated. How do you respond to that? No, we've got to be fair. Um, if, if you look at our country, um, let me give an example, uh, politically as it is, uh, and painful as it is. COVID came, look, in just two or three months, look at what, what the damage it has done. Mm. And all of us are now focusing on that. You know, I mean, we do not know how to wear masks. Now we're wearing masks. We are very careful in everything we are doing. This thing has just come now. We don't know where it's going to go. Mm. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is, you know, these people, some of them, when you hear their history of how they started with their football, some wanted, took risks, wanted their houses and did all these things to build the PSL. That's why, that's why you see it is very difficult for them to mm. go and then this thing collapse. So that's why I'm saying it's important. And I, I, I hope somebody who is in a position of authority, power, is listening to this thing. So that they can be able to take it serious and say, but can we really meet with the PSL and see how best can we assist? Because PSL also rely on sponsorship. What happens if those sponsorships are not there? And mm. currently, even Okay, we lose, we're losing you again. Let me just go to the voice note there. Hopefully the line will be better when we come back with Pet Malabella and hopefully he can hear this voice note. Remember, the sale of Dynamo still hurts me. Like, I'm still in pain, as I've always said. As far as selling statuses is concerned, I still hate this part of selling statuses. And I still can't stand Amazulu even today. This team gave me my first live PSL experience, you know? And now maybe because I'm fortunate, I'm in Pretoria and my son can go see my team and all of that. But I still, it still pains me for the people back home in Guyana, you know. Matimogash Kombe in Pretoria. Thanks for that, Matimogash Kombe, saying that it still pains him that they lost a Dynamos um, in Guyana. Do we have another voice note? Yeah, let's go to it. Mr. Mosia, I have been listening to your amazing and revealing sports interviews. And I have learned that most of the South African soccer managers and owners have managed their soccer teams with excellence and they did not have the luxury of transformation because they understood the game and what was at stake. They are a tribute to proudly South Africa. Thank you. Charles Ladysmith. 
Thanks, Charles, for that voice note. You're far too kind, uh, Charles. Mr. Malabella, I'll just wrap up with you now. I mean, you've explained to us the challenges faced by, by owners. Do you wish that football fans can understand this instead of being upset when the club is bought by another club and they move from one province to the other? Do you want them to put themselves in the shoes of the owners here because it doesn't seem like it's easy? Now, if you run it properly, there's no level. Unfortunately, currently, you will have a lot of them. The damage that has been done, it's, 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 it's a huge. But what I'm saying is that whoever is coming now, if the government can take it upon itself to say, you know what, let us try and support all these teams. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's too much. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes political support makes things easy because these teams are provisional teams. I don't think it's too, it's, it's too much, according to how I see it. Mm. Uh, they can be able to, you know, uh, make sure that these teams sustain. Let me give you a practical example, my brother. I don't care who says what. You can have this team having lots of money saying, my team, I will pay all these things. They won't have any problem. But that team doesn't compete alone. Mm. It competes with even that one that doesn't have money. So if we can be able to master, you know, the art of making sure that our league is strong. It is strong as it is, but it needs government to, uh, to, to come on board. Listen to the people who formed this, this league. Because now of late, we, we want to think we know everything. Hmm. When there are people who put, they're still there, some of them are still there. Who will tell you, because it's easy to talk like me. It's easy to talk. But I don't know all the history of this league. If they, these, these elders who have been there sit you down and tell you where they started, you will cry. Yes. So I'm saying, it's easy to go there, even go to the newspapers and criticize, insult them, do all these things. Easy. But go there. I, and I know you know that a lot of people went there. Most of them did not even last for six months. Not because somebody was pushing them. They saw the children and realized that, mm, yes, not because football demand. So what I'm trying to oh, no. say because No, I think it's gone. I think we're gonna to have to leave it there. Uh, Pet Malabella, former Dynamo Sports saying that we must take pride in the product that was created, which is football and it needs all the support that it can get uh, from a government because they've come this far on their own. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Joe had forgotten how popular Dynamos was. Looking at the reaction on social media, so many people happy to hear from Pet Malave La Hosiamina. That's what they are calling him. Musiwa Ramuloko says the businessman in Kiani never supported Pet Malavela. His offices were broken into so many times. A sad story. And Nati also saying that please ask Mr. Malabela if he'll return to football anytime soon. I know that he lacked support from the Limpopo government. Uh, then he said he doesn't have the money to return to football. And what a team that Dynamos was. And I know a lot of people talk about AK-47, Sandilin Lovo, but my player there was Nicolas Green Cavella. Oh, what a player that was. But let's talk to another club owner now uh, that also went maybe through similar challenges as Pet Malabella. We joined on the line by Mario Mofu, former uh, chairman of, of um, Pumalanga Black Aces and now chairman, of course, of Alexandra Black Aces. Good evening, Mario. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Good evening, Chavis, uh, and good evening to your listeners. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks. I don't know how much you heard of what Mr. Malabala had to say and what you make of it. I've been listening to Pat. She makes a lot of things. Um, yeah, I agree with him. Uh, football is tough, man. Eh? Mm. And uh, you, need, uh, you need government support 100%. I agree with that. Um, we were blessed. We, we had provincial government support. 
um, as Black Aces. Uh, we were also blessed because we also had some sponsors. But, uh, you know, to try and compete uh, one, two, and three, um, sometimes you need to, to dig into your pockets as well, you know, so that you can uh, sustain those positions. Um, I, 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 I believe, personally, that um, even with the grant, if you run things correctly, mm. uh, you can save your, your status and you can stay in the PSL if you do things properly. Um, we we basically uh, invested uh, a lot of money and time into our academy, which was yes. once which was voted uh, formally or informally one of the best academies in, in in South Africa, together with Ajax. And if you remember, we were partners with uh, Manchester City with the mm. uh, with the academies. I mean, some of our academy players uh, that have come through, through through the ranks are playing now. I saw the other day Nodada was on TV. I mean, yeah. he comes from our academy. Um, uh, uh, Judas uh, uh, at 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 um, I don't even know if he's still at uh, he's at Maritzburg now. Yeah. Maritzburg. He comes from our academy. So so we had a number of players that we brought through the academy, which actually brings your costs down um, if you do it correctly. You know. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I agree with Pat. A lot of things he says, uh, I, I'm, I'm in support. So if you had. Government support, uh, you, had, you, you had sponsorship then, Mario. You had a partnership with Manchester City. I was actually there when those coaches of Manchester City uh, were here at, um, at, at the training grounds there when you were launching them. What then forced you to sell? Is it still money? No, look, uh, to be honest, we, we, we never put the club for sale. Mm. Um, I was approached by John Kamitas, uh, uh, you know, and he gave me a, a very good offer. At that, at that time, we had opened a few businesses uh, together with my partner, who's my brother, who was also the co-chairman, George. Um, and, and you know what? It was basically a business decision. Uh, we, we could have kept the club, and then either we would have neglected it and focused on the other businesses that we, that we just got into at that time, uh, which would have happened, because once you open a business, uh, or, or, or two or three or whatever it is, you have to be in those businesses. You can't... Um, uh, run a business uh, autopilot at the beginning. My, my late father used to say, "One priest can't preach in two churches." You know, at the beginning. So, so it's the same sort of scenario. So we had to make a decision: either we're going to keep the club and try and and and, and carry on. Um, but we knew that if we kept it, our focus would be on our other businesses, and uh, we'd neglect uh, the club, and it would have been a shame. We probably would have got relegated because, like Pat says, if you're not hands-on. Football's not easy. Eh? People look at it and they think, oh, it's so easy, but they don't know the work that goes behind it. They really don't. It's a very, very tough business, um, and, and, and you need to know what you're doing. So that was, that was, that was the crux of our decision, and I, and, I, and, I, and I still say it, and I always say it to you when I, when I meet people in the, in the parks or, or in gatherings, I regret selling the club. I do. Um, but I think it was the right decision at that time. Uh, would would I have done things differently? Yes, I would have. Um, I also said that uh, you know one of the conditions I would have done or would have would have would have imposed if if, if it was possible is uh, is to try and keep the club in the province. I mean, I'm looking at Pumalanga now, and my heart bleeds that I don't have a PSL club. Mm. Uh, you know, the last PSL club that was there was Watang Black Aces, which is the same status as Pumalanga Black Aces. There's no new comers that come from Pumalanga who have promoted clubs in Pumalanga. Um, so, you know, I don't want to say I'm against uh, uh, any club moving one province to another because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it depends on the business 
transaction and 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 that said it he said that when people start running football as a business it will be more successful um and you know what if it's done properly uh you can keep the club in your province or you move it to another province but you got to you got to run it properly otherwise you're going to get relegated that's the bottom line and was that I was about to ask what was the biggest regret would you say the l- l- um, leaving um, the province without a football a professional football club was the biggest regret for you then and how tough a decision was it knowing that the club will be relocated to Cape Town Look it was it was uh, uh, when we had an agreement the we, we agreed that um try to keep the club into the province but I mean if you if you can't for whatever reason then I mean I can't stop you from moving it out uh, you know and like I said um if I could change things then uh, or if I could change things now rather I, I would um it, it, it for me it, it, it's a really heartbreak I'm you I'm, you know, I grew up in Pumalanga I'm, wow. I'm I'm from Pumalanga so so and I, and I go there often I go there often and and when I I walk wherever I walk shopping centers or the streets when I'm whether in Nelspruit or Woodbank or Sakunda People still recognize me. And then, you know, the, the same question uh, is still imposed on me. is why did you sell the club? And, and, and you know, I've tried to explain, but, you know, supporters are hot guys. They don't want to hear that story, that, <laughs> that it's a business decision. They want their club in the province. And, you know, you can't blame them. We're just going to take a quick break, Mario, because uh, I did mention that you're chairman of Alexander Black Aces now, and I just want to find out what is the thinking there uh, with forming another club. If you've just joined us, we're talking to Mario Mofu, uh, former chairman of Mpumalanga Black Aces, just uh, making us understand the challenges faced by club owners and why they have to go to the route of buying or selling. You can send your voice notes to this number, 061-4104-107. Sport on on SAFM. Up our conversation with Mario Mofo. Mario, now you've there's another club in the ABC Mutsepe League, Alexander Black Aces. What's the thinking there? So, when we sold the club, uh, um, Pumalanga Black Aces, uh, what people actually don't really understand or what's not really known is that we we sold the license or the status uh, to, to Cape Town City, which renamed it Cape Town City. We still hold the name Black Aces, Pumalanga Black Aces. Uh, and Amazayoni and what have you. So, you know, we thought that let us try and keep the name alive. We, we're based in Johannesburg at the moment. Our main businesses are in Johannesburg. And to run a club, uh, you know, you, like I said earlier, you've got to be hands-on. So, so the thinking was that, you know, let's buy a Vodacom club and, um, and we'll, we'll basically call it uh, uh, Black Aces. Um, then we, we, we decided that, you know, there's, there's a bit of football, in my opinion, shortage in, in, in Alex, meaning professional football, whether it's, uh, MSD or, or PSL. Um, and we thought, you know what, let's, let's, let's try and do something in, in the community of Alex and, uh, and bring a club there. We, we in the Vodacom, look, we haven't really been that successful there, but we have, uh, we have got the, the brand out in, in Alex and, and, uh, you know, we're taking one step at a time. Like I said, um, football, you've got to be hands-on. And, and if you're not hands-on, it's very difficult to, to, to take it up. I mean, we took the club. Um, I mean, I bought it from, from, from Robert Gumede uh, in 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know where, where we ended up. Uh, we, we, we also brought in City Pillars, if you remember. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's, it's not easy. Eh? Um, you've got to be hands-on. So the thinking around it is, you know, bring Aces... Uh, the name Aces back and make keep it alive. And uh, since we are here in Joburg, we are football lovers. We still got a, 
uh, a link to the academy here in, in Joburg. Um, we just thought of, of, of keeping uh, a link from the academy to, to the Vodacom team because, you know, a lot of these kids that, 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 we, were, that we were developing, I mean, we started from, from age six. Yes. So, so we had from six years old all the way up to um, 18. I mean, we had at one stage over 800 children uh, under our books. So, so that was the thinking around yeah. it. And then, you know what, if you're lucky you, you, and you finish one or two in the Vodacom, you go and you push a little bit, maybe you make it to the NFB. Um, yeah, so that's the thinking. And on, on that note, lucky and maybe being the key words, do you really believe that you can get promoted on the field if you want to go all the way to the top? Because it seems to be so hard to get promoted when you're in these lower leagues. I mean, you can win your ABC Mutsepe uh, region and then you go to the playoffs. You still have to play against nine other regional winners. And then if you do make it to the NFD, the two that makes it, only one is guaranteed to go up and the other one must still go to, to the playoff. I mean, are, are those also the challenges that, that people take into account? Look, I'm sure they do. Uh, it, it is very tough in the, in, in the lower leagues, um, and, and and you know everybody's fighting to get to the promised land, which is the PSR. So so uh, you know it's, it's it's tough. It's very very tough, but it's not impossible. There are teams that have made it. I mean, look at Chippa. If I'm not mistaken, Chippa came from Vodacom yeah. NFD PSL. Look at Tax. Tax came from Vodacom uh, NFD PSL. Uh, Vasco did the same thing. Uh, you know, so it is not impossible. Uh, it just needs a lot of hard work. It needs commitment. And uh, like I say, a bit of luck and, uh, and the blessing from God as well. Eh? Otherwise, you won't go nowhere. And by the way, I've got to vouch for your academy. I've seen them over the last few years playing at that engine knockout under 17 tournament. And there's some really good boys there, some really good players. And they've got a really good team spirit also. Um, let's just wrap up with this Thank voice you. note. Evening there, member Tudania from Milano. Great guest today about ACs. What they are doing with their development is something great because they're producing players, but now they need to get promotion from APCs and then go to NFT because their structure is so good that they're producing quality and producing players for overseas. Thanks. Oh, okay, thanks Good for evening, that. Tabiso. I'm Brian from Free State. I don't think selling this business of selling selling in bank of teams is okay you see tabiso uh, soccer clubs and their supporters you see this is deep 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 rooted tabiso uh, some of us you know we support our teams by our hearts tabiso we support our teams wholeheartedly, Tabiso. Okay, thanks for that, guys. Let's take the last call. William in the Free State, good evening. Uh, good evening, uh, Tabiso. Yes, yes. I'm listening to the, the discussions of Pat Malamel and, and, and the other guy now. Mm. But the, I wanted to raise two issues, uh, Tabiso. There's two things that will destroy the football in South Africa. First, we are undervaluing football in South Africa. You know, we, we you know, for instance the first example was this outsurance company mm-hmm. came into into football. 50 yes. Yes, go ahead. Yes, they came into football. And then they were said they were sponsoring uh, the referees. Mm. They only paid about ten thousand rand mm-hmm. for a year. 
So this is what is happening. You know, if the the football people, the authorities are not careful enough, you know, we'll find ourselves, you know, you know struggling. You know, people, you know, people are buying stickers and everything. They will find themselves in big trouble okay. because we the value is is too low. That's the first issue. The second issue... Okay, thanks for that, uh, oh, William. Just for the sake of time there, uh, we have to leave it there. Let's see if we've got another voice note. Evening, Tabis. Speaking to Rusuko from PA. Uh, I think uh, what we prepared to spoke about, about the government, I strongly believe e-sport and politics doesn't mix. I strongly believe stakeholder, stakeholders or business companies, they should be the one that was sponsoring e-football club. I think government or municipality should stick to e-development within e-provinces, e-crasscourt level, and also at school levels. I think by mixing government with e-professional teams is going to create some problem within the future of e-football. So I don't agree with prepared on that issue. Okay. okay, thanks for that, guys. We've got about 30 seconds left. Mario, I'll give you the last word. Uh, how do you want to end this? Or what do you need us to understand about this buying and selling? Look, um, it's, it's very difficult to say. You know, I, I, as a supporter, I feel the pain uh, um, of a club moving a province or, or, or being sold. Um, but as a, if I wear my chairman's hat or my, 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 my administrator's hat, um, if there are clubs that cannot sustain themselves uh, and they cannot pay players, uh, like Pat said, um, and I don't know if they are, uh, but if they are and, and, and they're willing to sell the clubs or their statuses to someone who can carry on sustaining it and, 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 and keep the legacy going, they should do just that. Um, but, uh, you know, they should try and, and, and keep big, big name clubs. And, and I don't mean it, and I mean it rather uh, very respectfully, um, like a Celtics or any other big club. They should try and keep it within the province. I'm not saying they shouldn't move it out the province, but they should try and keep it within the province. Because those are, and, and that was the mistake we did. And, 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 I, and I say it openly and I say it nationally. Okay. Gotta have to leave it there, Mario. Thanks for your time. Thanks for the insight. Thank you also, uh, Brapet Malabella, are there also. And thank you to the president, Dr. Denny Jordan. We couldn't get to Richard Glover, but I'm sure we'll hear from him on Thursday.